Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. You didn't think we'd do it, did you, cowards? Is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the meanest mock drafter in media. And with me, as always, is AJ. Mock you? Mock me, Marchese uh mock everybody rob today where you guessed it bringing you our mid-season 2022 nfl mock draft let's hit it going out to vegas gonna set my draft gonna set my draft on fire seven 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 rounds in heaven with my lady Driving out to Vegas, baby Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, You can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account And when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. If you want to mentally profit, go download Spotify Greenroom, the live audio-only sports talk platform where anyone can go live from their green room to talk sports with whomever they'd like. It's the best way to get in on the conversation and maybe start the conversation. Like for AJ, AJ's started a new Spotify green room based around these these upstart Braves. AJ? Yeah, a real upstart team here, Rob. That's all I got to say at this point. Care to predict the World Series if it's not over yet? I personally don't know. 
Uh, right now, it's literally just beginning. We got Kiki Palmer belting out the anthem. Uh, uh, Astros in four, honestly. Jeez, <laughs> oh, you're a pessimistic Braves fan. Uh, but that that's why you like to share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group, and follow all your favorite sports media folk and be notified when they go live. But make sure you come with your spiciest takes. Okay. Not a regular show. Not a regular show. Neither of us are Mordecai or Rigby. <laughs> That's a joke for make... my cartoon, oh my my cartoon heads out there. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone listening to this podcast got that reference, I'd be shocked. Um, okay. Bad week of college football. But we got a couple good weeks coming up. So we figured let's shoehorn the midseason mock draft in here. We're just over midway of the college season, just nearly midway of the NFL season. So it felt like a good time. And again, the game sucked. Coastal Carolina got upset on a Wednesday night. Ruined my year. Um, We had to watch a nine-overtime Illinois-Penn State game. Uh, What what else? Kansas teased us, made us think that the the upset was on, let people into the stadium for free, proceeded to lose. Um, I mean, our favorite teams rolled. But, uh, I don't know, anything else worth highlighting on your end? No, I don't think so. It was, it was one of the worst uh, weekends of football overall that I Yeah, I the remember. NFL was terrible, too. College, college bad, NFL College was bad. okay, like, like not good, but NFL was really bad. Yeah, NFL was really bad. That was one of the worst NFL weekends we've seen, but we'll save that for the next show. Which, when um, we do a pod, uh, pod mock again, because it was also terrible. Yeah. We'll see what's changed between yesterday and today. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. All right. I guess with that. Oh, Brett Bielma deserves an extension. Yes or no? Uh, yep. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I. That's what I figured you'd say. Let's just jump into it then. Neither of us. Neither of us are confident in this at all. It's the first one of the year. We didn't do a preseason one, which we usually do. So like. Did we do a preseason one? I can't remember. I, I don't know. I, I thought we had, but you said we didn't, so I believe you. It's one of the lost episodes, I think. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It feels very uh, wide open at this point. And, I mean, yeah, we're we're months and months away from the draft, so, of course, it's wide open. But uh feels a little more wide open than usual, Rob. Um, right off the bat, I'll let you know we're using a tankathon draft order. So, uh <laughs> Don't send your angry tweets to Asia when your favorite team's picking third. Texans fans uh, never upset with me, Rob. Um, okay, I don't know. Should we just start? Yeah, we're going to work together. Uh, whoever has the pick, so Rob gets the first pick, we'll have final say. If you listen to this podcast before you know how we do this, uh, let's fucking get into it, Rob. Okay, Detroit Lions are on the clock. First overall pick. Um, Dan Campbell hasn't managed to win a game, but... He cried, so that was cool. Um, he got tricky Jared, against the Rams. Got to give him some credit they, for that. They, they, they've been in games at times. They, yep. they look like they're going to be the Vikings. I mean, the Ravens. Um, they drafted Panay Sewell first round last year. Um, they don't have the franchise quarterback in the building. Jared Goff's a placeholder. Do they go quarterback, even though we don't have a clear-cut 
franchise quarterback, I don't think, in this draft class. I mean, I think QB-wise, you're kind of like Matt Corral, Malik Willis, and I don't even know if if, if you're going to guarantee that either are first-round picks in most classes. Yeah, no, that's very true. I I don't know. I wouldn't say that they're going quarterback at this point in time. But I, I, I wouldn't either, purely because would you want to pass up on one of the – there are multiple premier defensive players at the top of this class. Let's assume they're not going to go Evan Neal because they went Sewell last year. And they go so I think, double duck. I, I was gonna say, do you do you have especially a team like this where you don't have a dominant player in that really in that front seven at all? Um and, and Okora just tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Trey Flowers hasn't been worth the money. Do you go Kayvon Thibodeau first overall? Yeah, I think you do. And I think I, I, go ahead. I think so too. Yeah, I just I think, think so it too. it fits with the tone of of the Dan Campbell regime, you know, especially when there's no slam dunk quarterback. Uh, Holmes has the golf connection. I know it's terrible, but like you can see the soft spot he's got for him, right? Like there could be a little more, a little more um, leash here for golf. I'm not saying they're going to go into next season with golf as a starter by any means, but uh, when you don't have a, you know, a slam dunk first overall pick quarterback staring you in the face, I think you go with a slam dunk first overall pick and cave on Thibodeau. And I think on top of that, you, if you're Dan Campbell, if you're Brad Holmes, you know, you have job security, why risk that by overdrafting yeah. a quarterback who's not deserved the spot where you have a blue chip prospect in a Kayvon Thibodeau? Um, I, I I think it'd be a mistake to, if you're not sold on a quarterback, just reach for one because of the position. Uh, so yeah, let's go Kayvon Thibodeau first overall. Rare athlete. Better run defender than pass rusher. Who's also improved a ton as a pass rusher uh, as a junior. So, uh, I mean... Feels like a Miles Garrett esque prospect. Yeah, no, that, that's a that's a good opinion. And hey, twenty twenty three is the DJ Uyunglele draft, so they'll, they'll be they'll be getting him, Rob. Don't worry. Uh, it's fun how much uh, quarterbacks, you know, like look like Ritter uh, Rattler would be just like the not not Ritter. I mean, maybe we'll hear Ritter's name later in the in the mock, but rather just like a slam dunk and. Uh, Six weeks, seven weeks in, no more. Uh, but I think Thibodeau, you could have put him here uh, for plenty of mocks uh, in August, and we still got him here. And I think we'll see him here um, come April. All right, move on, April. pal. Kate, let me just summarize things. I'm going to the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? We're one pick in. I'm already getting mad. Uh, should we just call it? Should we just have done a, a first overall pick mock? Uh, yeah, please. Philadelphia Eagles. A little more interesting here. Um, they they pulled that smart slash Miami stupid trade to get this pick. That trade didn't feel that like this is really dumb at the time. Like we we're like this is a little dumb at the time. Now it looks really dumb that, considering the Finns should have the second overall pick right now. But alas, Philly does. Um, <laughs> I think I think you gotta double down with the first two picks back on defense. Now I think the picks got to be in the secondary. You following me here? You can't pass on Kyle Hamilton. I agree with you. I agree with you. And now I thought, you know, in, in, when we talked about this a month and a half ago, I thought it may be between Stingley and Kyle Hamilton for the Philadelphia Eagles here. But with Stingley being back, banged up, and, I mean, Hamilton did just get hurt, but 
Um, also worth worth mentioning that um, Darius Slay's played well since coming to Philly. Yeah. Uh, and, and they don't. I don't think you you look at the roster and feel comfortable with any of their safeties for the long term. No. And, and Kyle Hamilton's more than just calling him a safety. He's a he's a defensive weapon who can play all over the place. Yeah, he he helps not just in in the terrible safety room that they have, but also in the terrible linebacker room that they have. You know. So yeah, let's, um, let's take yeah, Kyle Hamilton. No, I, I don't think you have any second second outs no. here. Uh, this would be the highest of safeties ever drafted, right? Off the top of the dome. Yeah. Because was Sean Taylor the highest at five? Uh, that sounds about right to me. Unless we're mid- no, I think that's right. Uh, and I think Hamilton should be the highest safety draft of all time. Mm. Okay, moving in third overall pick, the Houston Texans. See, the problem is all these teams could go quarterback. <laughs> Need quarterback. But, yeah. but they all have serviceable people in place that it's not worth reaching for one. With massive it's- holes elsewhere. Yeah, especially when there's blue chip defensive players that would yeah fill those other needs. Yeah. Um. So the Texans are on the clock. I think this is a team that could look at the defensive side as well. I I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's played his way into being considered here. Derek Stingley's still on the board. If you wanted to go offensive line, I think you could with Evan Neal. Even though they have Laramie Tunzel, nothing wrong with uh, doubling down on premier tackles. Totally. And, and uh, I, I mean, those are the three guys who are popping in my head right now. Um, like I think Houston's going to be one of those teams that, when they're on the clock, especially we didn't really see a real draft from them last year, uh, they could go any, any which way. I think they're going to be one of the harder teams to predict, especially, like you said, QB needed, needy, but no, uh, no QB to fill that need. I'm kind of okay. I'm kind of leaving, leading Aiden Hutchinson. You're not going to get arguments well, from me. I mean, straight up bias, but but uh, I'm considering him versus Evan Neal. I think Edge is the bigger need, right? I think so too. Plus, I think this offense is multiple years away from mm-hmm. like this is a such a long term rebuild. Go out and get a guy who's going to make an instant impact. Also, probably help sell tickets. Plus, people in Houston will be like, "It's JJ Watt too." It's <laughs> a good point. So let's go. Let's go, Aiden Hutchinson, third overall. Who is JJ Watt too? Like you just never just said. Uh, no, I think that makes more sense. Uh, I totally agree. Now it's going to be interesting to see if they have another first round pick added to this this class, but. Uh, We'll see if that's answered sooner rather than later, but I doubt it. Um, okay, New York Jets. Yeah, I think the Jets, big, again, another secondary needy team. So I think with Derek Stingley staring them down in the face, I don't think they pass on him. Um, if Hamilton was there, I would have went Hamilton. If Hutchinson was there, I would have considered him too. But uh, I think Stingley's there. You don't really fuck around. They have such a desperate need at corner. It's a terrible secondary. Um, Derek Stingley, I think it's an easy answer here. Yeah, they kind of played out. They're they're kind of in a winning spot where if one of these teams overdrafts a quarterback, mm-hmm. they're really happy about it. And even if they don't, they should still end up with a premier defensive player for Robert Sala to uh, yeah. add to this defense. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, heck, they could even consider taking Evan Neal too. Yep. No, I think they're in a great spot as long as they're they're picking top five, which I mean, 
Zach Wilson's out now for a few weeks. Uh, I think Joe Flacco's coming to town or back to town. I, I think I think they're in a really good spot to be taking top five again. Uh, I, I'm with you in, in taking Stingley because that's, I think, clearly one of the mm-hmm. biggest needs on the roster, plus Salah being a defensive guy, plus they invested in offense in the last draft. They took three offensive players with the first three picks. Let's uh, let's get Quinn and Williams and C.J. Mosley some help on, on defense. Um, moving to Jacksonville, where maybe Urban Meyer will be back next year. Um, a, another team where, obviously, quarterback isn't in play. They have Trevor Lawrence. They added on offense with Travis Etienne, who obviously got hurt. They have a, a top a top 100 NFL player in James Robinson, really. Um, they've got some weapons at receiver. Yeah. The offensive line, it's not the worst. It's not where it needs to be yet either. Um, and, I mean, they're just, I, they're just another one of those teams that have so many holes. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, you could consider Evan Neal. But tackle's not their biggest need. DeMarvin Leal's really interesting to me here. Yeah, agreed. Interior's kind of a big question mark. They they had Devon Hamilton break out a bit as a rookie. Uh, they draft Jay Tefeli. They signed Roy Roberts and Harrison for agency. But still, Leal's a, a guy who adds a ton of positional versatility. Uh in that division too, you know, you got to stop Derrick Henry twice. You got to stop Jonathan Taylor twice. Uh, Leal could go a long way to doing that. Um, I think it's Neil uh, or Leal. Like I, I totally. I agree was about. I was about. I was. I was about to say that. Like there are other positions that are bigger needs for them, but there's, to me, those are kind of the two guys you don't want to pass on. Yeah, totally. I mean, if one of the top two DBs were here, I think you go them. Um. Like I think Neil is the better prospect at this point, but uh, tackles the much lesser need than just adding somewhere to the front. Like there's really, like you said, like Devon Hamilton. Yeah, he had a good rookie year, but uh, you know he's not getting to the quarterback really. And 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 uh, Leal can just kind of plug in wherever they need him on the front. I think that's the. I think it's a good pick. All right, let's do it. Done deal. Okay, the Philadelphia Eagles are back on the clock. Philly time again, baby. <laughs> we got Kyle Hamilton. I mean, look, if the Eagles can come back and get, like, somehow get Stingley and Hamilton or something like that, that would be absolutely unreal. Just completely uh, flip their their whole room there. But, uh, look, I know – Wait, I, it's worth mentioning – sorry, it's worth – Cam Robinson's a free agent after the year, just mm-hmm, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair too. Um – Philly's biggest need isn't tackle, but no, I don't. I don't think they're going tackle. Yeah, I know, but I think they should. But you're right. You're right. I don't think they are, but I think they should. Uh, I mean, my lot has been really good. Um, I don't know. What do What do you th- What do you think here? This is a little. Should we get a little more open? Hmm. Because again, like I don't think you're investing in court. Like Jalen Hurts. No, no, the, no hasn't it. Like it, he 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 hasn't proven to be the long term answer, but I don't like if it, you're taking yeah. a quarterback, you're not sure is going to even be better than him here. No, if they were picking here in last year's class, I think quarterback would be an answer. But um, 
this year, I don't think that's that's the pick. I mean, Hurts has been okay. Like, you know what I mean? I think – I don't think you're completely sold, but I think you're good enough for now. Um, so, I know I totally agree. Um, how about addressing the you, – you, okay, maybe not tackle. How about going inside on the offensive line? I, I mean, okay, so they draft Landon Dickerson. Yeah, who's been – who uh, Jason Kelsey feels like this could be his last year. I totally agree. Dickerson Brandon Brooks is hurt every center. single year. Brandon Brooks is always hurt. Yeah. Alternatively, uh, on the defensive side, Brandon Graham and Derek Burnett are free agents this year. If you're looking at George Karloff this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- um, I think that's kind of the two two spots there, right? Um, trench plays, kind of what you're getting. Yeah. At. Yeah. Exactly. And they're kind of in a funky spot where I think they would have taken. Any of the five guys that just <laughs> went ahead of it, uh, of this spot, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, fuck it. Let's let's take George Karloftis. Let's do it. Let's get him. I was about a... to say Lane Lane Johnson could be a cut candidate too, though. I know that's what I mean. They're they're in a weird spot, but uh, I think I think I don't know. They know what they're doing on offensive line usually. Let's you, you they just stack want, edge. Want to have us only go defensive players, don't you? That'd be kind of cool. But they they stack edge. We know they do, right? So like yeah, they do. And, and they're two are free agents this year. Exactly. Yeah, and we're aging. And yeah, exactly. Well, let's take George Kloft. Is there? Done. They're always doing that shit. <laughs> and everyone will be like, it's Chris Long too. <laughs> it's perfect. Right? Exactly. Okay, the Giants are on the clock. Seventh overall. Um, they're a team that now here's a team <laughs> you did <laughs> you think so big win no. over the Panthers this weekend well I mean they've unlocked Dante Pettis so that's a good point they right. also proved, proved that Kadarius Tony was a good pick that's a good um, point they're on the come up you're right no you're right and let's steal let's steal yeah. the Super Bowl for them next year with this pick could they could they continue to draft tackles could this be Evan Neal's spot? Um, they still need the right tackles. Like, I mean, Andrew Thomas well, has been okay. The, the, hey, no, and, Andrew Thomas was playing well before he got yeah, hurt. Yeah. Nate Solder's there. Um, sure. I said Nate Solder's there. Whatever you want to say. He's so tall. He's got one foot out the door. I can feel it. Matt Pert's there. Matt Pert is there. Uh, would, you, would Dave Gelman pass on Evan Neal? And if he would, who would he be taking? <laughs> well, uh, can I put on my Gettleman hat for a sec? Please. Uh, I'm going to get into a scary place here. Okay. <clears throat> well, Saquon is still banged up, but we got to establish the run next year. Um, you run between the tackles, not outside the tackles. Do we take that big hog molly, one of the maroon goons? That's what Gettleman Kenyan sounds like, Green? right? Kenyon <laughs> Green? Just throwing the idea out there. <laughs> You get in a dark place when you put on the Gettleman hat. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the question becomes... They're a weird team. They're a weird team. I think the pick is off the line, in my opinion. But, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say that. And is it Evan, Evan Neal or Kenyon Green? Because they're both Evan from... Neal, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. Okay, okay, you really wanted to talk that out. I thought it was a slam dunk off the top. I, I know, like, look, the offensive line's still not good. Andrew Thomas you feel a lot better about now, which is great. Um... The right tackle spot is still a disaster. And they're always banged up. Just, just take Kevin Neal. I don't think you, you fuck around. No, nothing wrong with drafting premier tackles. New York Jets back on the clock with the pick from Seattle. Uh, <laughs> from who? I don't believe it. Uh, this pick will be 30 seconds, so uh, this is kind of a pointless mock draft. But Yeah, good point, good point. <laughs> the Jets are back on the clock. And uh, 
I don't know. What do you think for the Jets? They kind of lost out on the edge rushers, which sucks for them. Uh, they already got the, the one what, guy in the secondary. Yeah, go ahead. What are the odds that they would go Kenyon Green? That was my the top on my list. Cause, Cause is I that mean, just us being, like, Green liking fans? the idea of that and loving Kenyon Green? But, like, okay, you get a healthy Mackay back. Then Elijah Bear Tucker is playing well as a rookie at left guard. Yeah. Um, Connor McGovern's a solid center. You get Kenyon Green, who could be your answer at right guard or right tackle, really. That's a good point, which they need both. And uh, I don't know, it seems like something Joe Douglas would do, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, since he's gotten there, his like, number one priority has seemingly been rebuild this offensive line. Why stop now? And, I mean, in yeah, in, in, in the offices, you're going to be like, well, no, Zach Wilson isn't great, but he got hurt. Um, we were tied. We're hitched to his jet blue plane or whatever the fucking company his family owns. Um, <laughs> I think we got to keep protecting him and take Kenyon Green. Yeah, done. I love that. And finally, my Washington football team are on the clock at number nine. Didn't expect them to be picking here, eh? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I, I was expecting them to pick one. <laughs> yeah. We're having a surprisingly good year. Very happy. <laughs> Uh, another quarterback team, Rob. Are they the first? I was about to say, here? is this is this where we finally have a team take that quarterback? I think it's I interesting. Mean, I think it's interesting. I, I, I'm more jazzed up about the idea of taking a quarterback for them, whether it be Matt Corral or Malik Willis, than I have been with the previous uh, teams. Totally agree. Um, Matt Corral's uh, uh Somehow a more sober Taylor Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Malik Willis has a bit of that Cam Newton vibe with the running ability, which Ron Rivera obviously had in yep. Carolina. Yep, yep, yep. I I think uh, that we're going to go quarterback here. Which quarterback do you think you would take? Uh, I think the first quarterback off the board would be Matt Corral. Okay, done. I like the idea of Matt Corral hucking it deep to Diami Brown, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. He's got the mobility to to add to the run game if need be. I mean, don't give him thirty carries a game probably like Lane did, but um, he he can extend plays. He he when the offensive line's not playing at its best, he can keep plays alive. I like that. I mean, if Zach Wilson can go second, Matt Corral can go nine. Oh, yeah, totally. Especially, like, I mean, if he brings... I know, oh, we don't look at Heisman's at scouting, but they look at the Heisman. It means something, you know what I mean? Like, really, when you're evaluating, no. But when uh, when that those geniuses in the Washington brass sit down and like, oh, you got to get a Heisman Trophy winner, you know? <laughs> like, it means something when it, when it boils down to it. Mm-hmm. Dolphins on the clock at 10 with the pick from San Francisco. Speaking of uh, disappointing seasons so far, one week one and uh, shit the bed the rest of the way. Uh, funky spot here for the for the fans. We don't know who their quarterback is going to be in. I don't know, maybe in the next two weeks. Like the strange spot here, but uh, quarterback out. I think at this point, uh, they're not a team with with a lot of glaring glaring holes. I don't think like the wide receiver room is still not great. But if Devontae Parker could stay healthy, it would yeah, feel a lot better. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's the health, and I mean Waddle. You got to be happy with the early returns there. Uh, you have Kisecki's look great at tight end. Hunter Long's waiting in the wings. The offensive line is the issue here, and period. I mean, on defense, I think I think Flores is sitting down, and like not saying that we don't have the um, 
I don't, I'm not, I don't think he's sitting down saying we don't have the personnel. I think he's sitting down and saying I'm fucking up. You know what I mean? I think I think that's where that's like coming. The, yeah. the, there's a couple defensive backs on the board here, but they've invested so much in that yeah. secondary already. Like they can't go back to no, that. It would be a front there's, seven pick if anything. And I was gonna say that like there's not an off ball linebacker. I think you'd be taking here. No. Um, they just took Jalen Phillips in the first round. Yeah. Like, I don't like. I don't think you're taking Jordan Davis here. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it crossed my mind though for a second, but no. Uh, no, I think I think the pick is um, uh, wide receiver. Or um, off the line, and I think. Okay, look, they they, they try to address this spot. You know, they got Eichenberg at left tackle now. They got Jackson at left guard. They're throwing picks. They're, they're they're scrambling. They're trying to figure things out. They're switching positions. This is my pitch to you. Why not? And I mean, I guess we said this with Eichenberg with a plug and play guy, but why not just stabilize this whole thing and go get Tyler Linderbaum? I was gonna say that too. Okay, just lock that in. I think that's the right move. I mean, he's one of the best, if not the best, center prospect in a long time. It's ten, yeah, but it feels like it feels like the right spot, you know, where this team that can't figure out anything on the offensive line, you bring him in and you let him just stabilize the whole thing. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Okay, done. Moving to the Patriots, who are picking eleventh. This to me is pretty easy. You've invested in your quarterback with Mac Jones. Go get him some more playmakers at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Can't have Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar being your go-to guys. No, no offense to Kendrick throwing Bourne, touchdowns to each other though. Well. So. Yeah, that's true. Like I think Jacoby Myers, Can't Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. Let's 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 get them a running mate back there. The question is who. Question is I think who. Chris Chris Olave screams New England Patriots wide receiver. I totally agree with you. And now I don't know if he's my going to be my top guy. I don't know if he's my top guy right now, but he fucking screams Patriots. Especially on top of like Traylon Burks being more of that. But like I'm not saying he's Nikhil Harry. No, but, but that type ish. Yeah. No. I, I totally yeah. Agree. Like let's go get the elite route runner with ridiculous suddenness and change of uh, Matt, direction ability. Matt can't even. Matt can't even push it downfield for Wilson either. Like, get Chris Olave. Yeah, done. Uh, Broncos on the clock, clock at 12. Hold on. Let me, quick question. If Chris Olave is a Patriot, uh, how much special teams is he playing for them? Well, he's, I mean, first of all, he's going to have to earn his reps on special teams. Matthew Slater's <laughs> going to have to teach him the way. He, he's, he's Matthew Slater 2.0 with uh, that can actually play wide receiver. A couple block punts as a rookie, I assume. That'd be amazing. I, that would actually be really cool if they let him do that. Anyways, Denver Broncos. Um, okay, this is this is the first first idea that popped in my head, okay? Okay, hold on. Let me ask you this. Vic Fangio still the coach? No. Oh, okay. That makes it that makes this a lot more wide open. Uh Okay. Okay, Vic Fangio's not the coach. Let's let's operate this way, okay? Vic Fangio's not the coach. Drew Lock uh never developed. Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves isn't looking too hot. He's fine. Uh, do they pull the trigger and take Malik Willis? New coach, new quarterback. What do you think? I don't know if they'd be the team to do it, but I sure like to see it. I don't know either, right? So, okay, this this was my my stream here. If uh, if Vic was still the coach, this is a defensive pick. Okay, I'm thinking either either maybe the top linebacker off the board. Maybe they, maybe he sees Roko on 2.0 somewhere out there. I don't know. Maybe in a Georgia uniform. A little rich, but it's Vic. 
uh, or or the quarterback. Let's do the quarterback. I, I I like the idea of Malik Willis hawking deep to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, opening up the that, run game for Malik or for Javante Williams with his legs. Look, if you had a you know offensive minded head coach and there's someone a creative play caller, you slide Malik Willis in. Brian now, Dable's your head coach. Say it's Brian Dable. That'd be really sweet with that personnel. Then you got those the talent. They can't all stay healthy at once, but the talent of wide receiver. Thomas Line's doing okay. They'll address that later more. Um, uh, the running backs. I mean, Javante Williams hasn't been amazing, but he's shown glimpses, and he's been fairly explosive. Now you plug Malik Willis into all of that. that that's got that's got something cooking, I think. I like it. Okay, 13th overall, the Eagles with their third pick of the day. This one <laughs> coming from the Colts for Carson Wentz. Um, we went defense with the first two picks. We got a safety in Kyle Hamilton. Uh, pass rusher and George Karloftis. Karloftis? AJ? I don't know. Karloftis. Karloftis. Uh, back on the clock at 13. Now, this could be a spot to go and get yourself a guard, mm-hmm. like you were debating earlier. Um, they could also afford to take a linebacker here. Linebacker's been a huge problem for a handful of years. It is a little early. Yeah. But there are a couple linebackers who I suspect will climb the board as we get closer uh, in Nicobe Dean, Devin Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two come to, to mind. Um, do they attack trench player or linebacker? Because that's kind of where I'm, my head's at. Um, they always ignore linebacker. So why, why are they going to change it now, you know? They need it, but... Um... They can. They'll. I, I just look. It's the Eagles. They they never do it, and they'll just take some guy on day two that doesn't pan out. So Darian Kennard here. What do you think? I think Kennard makes a lot of sense. I I, I totally think that. Um, Icky Icky seems a little interesting, but no, I think I think Kennard is the uh, is the pick. I, I'm I'm down with that. Either gives you immediate Brandon Brooks um, replacement when Brooks might get hurt again, or if Kelsey's career comes to an end. Landon Dickerson slides to center, Kurt yeah. slides to guard. Yeah, I think the flexibility is important, especially with what that offensive line has been through the past few years with the injuries. You know, I mean, they've shuffled guys I mean, around and they can just yeah, plug Kennard wherever they need him. Yeah, Kennard's got experience at left tackle, right tackle, and he's projected to be a guard at the next level. Exactly. Uh, Panthers on the clock at 14. Yeah, Carolina, a uh, funky spot, I think. They, they kind of could go anywhere. Um, quarterback is, is, is a need, but uh, I don't think there's anyone out there that they They won't admit it. They won't admit it. First of all, you're totally right. And I don't think there's anyone out there that's really uh, worth it either, right? Uh, so I think they're like, okay, Sam Darnold uh, or Peachy Walker, whoever our quarterback is, uh, I think they got to protect him. I think this is another offensive line pick. And this one, like Taylor Moden is is, is good. Uh, Brady Christensen hasn't been so far. I, I think I think this goes more to the to the tackle spot. What do you think? Who are you looking at? Uh, I'm looking at Charles Cross, who I think could be a really big riser. I mean, already has been, but even more so. I, I think that's probably the next tackle off the board. I think, yeah, he's the guy kind of with the most potential um, to, to get to this level. in the in Yeah. The class. Now, I don't know if that screams Carolina Panthers, though, the, this Matt Rule regime. Um, but I don't see anyone on the board here right now that, that does scream Panthers. You know what I mean? I mean, they could be another team that takes the top linebacker. I, I could see that. But, 
Yeah, I'm not sure where exactly where to go. Uh, well, if I if I got my phone a friend, my friend is you. What do you think? I mean, they've invested in the defensive line and the secondary recently. Yeah. Um, a lot. I, in the I secondary. think it's, I think offensive line is the outside of quarterback the biggest need. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I would really say, regard almost regardless of position, whichever offensive lineman you think is most deserving. Uh. Okay. Let's go. Let's go with position and let's take Charles Cross, because tackles get pushed up the board. Done, and the New York Giants are back on the clock with uh, the Bears pick. Too much Giants. I don't like them having two first-round picks. It's too much of all the same teams so far. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. It's, it's going to be kind of cool for these teams, though. <laughs> um, okay. We went off its flying. Um, they've... They, uh, they're a team who I think could go ahead and draft a corner. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Adoree Jackson's an answer. And we got a couple good corners on the board still. Uh, Kyra Elam, Andrew Booth. Sauce. Come to mind. So, yeah, and Sauce. Um, I'm kind of leading, leaning Elam. Get another long corner opposite James Bradbury. That also gives you the ability to kick Adoree Jackson inside it to nickel more frequently. Um, what do you think? No, I like that. You know what? I, yeah. I think at, at this point, I think Elam's getting slept on a little bit just because... No one likes watching that Florida Gators team. You know what I mean? I feel like the, he's going to be a – go ahead. Yeah, sorry. The other thing I was going to say is they, yeah. they do have a need at off-ball linebacker still. Yeah, so a lot of teams do, it seems, Rob. And I, don't, I don't know if this is the class Elam's for more, it. Yeah. I was going to say Elam's more valuable than uh, I think your options there at linebacker. Yeah, and I think Elam, as we get closer to the draft, he's going to he's gonna be a top 15 Rest, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of bad linebackers, the Kansas City Chiefs are on the board at 16. Yeah, there's another team that could go linebacker. Uh, one thing's for sure, this first pick has to be defense. No questions asked. What the fuck is going on with Kansas City? I don't know. Um, although I do think Casey just won't go linebacker. I think this is a secondary pick. Uh, I think it's one of the corners, and my next guy is Sauce, and I'm not going to think twice. I think bringing his attitude to that Kansas City de- Chief defense that has no attitude right now. I think that would be huge for them. I, and just give them some swagger in the back. I know, like, they, they do. But, like, just adding there, I think that would make a lot of sense for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, I, I think so, too. Uh, cor- really, just go best defensive player available. Pretty much. I think, I think that's the play, yeah. Uh, Falcons on the clock at 17. The team is uh, is essentially just Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts making plays every Sunday. <laughs> Offensive line they've invested in, but it hasn't paid off yet. Yeah. But I don't think you can go back to that well right here. Um, I don't know. They're they're. It's a bad roster. They, it's a bad roster that allows you to kind of go in multiple directions. I would kind of like to see throwing Jordan Davis beside Grady Jarrett. Keep him in the state. <laughs> okay. Best interior defensive lineman in the class. I know he's more of a true nose, but. He he's six six three twenty, just a massive mountain of a man who can open up the passers. You could also go edge here, though. I don't think we're gonna find a more fun fit for Jordan Davis. So let's let's do that. Okay, cool. I, I I wasn't I wasn't certain what edge I would have gone. My J Sanders, perhaps, but uh, I think Jordan Jordan Davis is a good pick here. 
Yeah, and like you know, they went with a safe pick uh, this past draft with Kyle Pitts. Uh, let's do it again with Jordan Davis. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Bold move okay. with Pitts, but safe pick. Yeah. Eighteenth pick. The Steelers are on the board. It's weird that I have this pick when I really just want to defer to you here. Uh, can he pick it? What do you think? Let's lock and load. Keep him in state. He knows the building. He knows the building. Uh, what do you think here, Rob? I, I, I got to get your input. It wouldn't be fair. Well, quarterback, offensive line, corner. Those are the two biggest needs. Cor- uh, yeah. cor- corner's also a need. I think those are the top three. three. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Um. But hey, you have final say here, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I think trap the linebacker. Yeah, we'll take a line. I mean, they're the Steelers. They are picking eighteen. They, all, I feel like they've taken twenty-five linebackers at pick eighteen specifically. Um, what office lineman do you think screams the oh, Icky Ekwanu? Like that would be so much fun for the Steelers, right? Yes, I think that uh, you you could plug him in. Um, at right guard, yeah. where Trey Turner is currently playing, or yeah. he could—I mean, hell—he could compete to play tackle. I think that's a yeah, and I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think if he plays tackle for any team, it feels like the Steelers. They want to run the football better, and they don't have the offensive lineman yeah. to do it, and it's making the Najee Harris pick less impactful. Yeah, yeah, so let's fix get, that. Go let's get, get a, 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 totally. a man who crushes humans for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, Steelers will be like, oh, this is Alan Fennica 2.0, and there you go. I would I would probably order his jersey if they drafted him. He'd be a fun stealer. Like there's no I like like when we're picking for the Steelers, I just like finding fits. And the funny thing is they did that in their draft last year. Like there's no doubting they do pick guys that look like Pittsburgh Steelers. And I, I think Icky does. I love it. Okay. The Vikings are on the clock. Kirk Cousins is back. Dalvin Cook's healthy, he's awesome. They found a third receiver in KJ Osborne. Yeah. Um, the young offensive line has had its moments. They've invested there. Christian Darasaw's the future. Yep. I think uh, with Zim there, you're looking at defense. Yeah. As defense they do every isn't class. as good as, as, as what people expected it to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, every single year, it feels like, well, Zimmer just take another DB. And I feel like at this point in the mock draft, I have to ask, will Zimmer just take another DB? Well, would he go corner? Would he go safety? Sorry, I'm just pulling up the Vikings roster here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, 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 they have a, a couple defensive options. I think at this point they, you're taking safety too, in my opinion. But this is the, So are you looking at Jaquan Brisker here? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's that, a little early though. It's a little early. It's a little early. Um, who is it? Booth or Brisker? Is that kind of your two, two two thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, you could go edge. Yeah, no, they they definitely could. They they're another team that likes to bet on trades here. My Jay Sanders, he's got trades. He does. Uh, it's up to you. Your call between the three. I think I think that's. That makes sense. What corners are you comfortable with as the Vikings right now on your roster? Uh, not. They're so weird. I feel like they're comfortable with all of them, but they're, they're also not. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm, I, okay, I'm just going to take Andrew Booth. Okay. I, I think I, he's the best prospect of the guys we named, yeah. and he fills a clear need. Yeah, they, their corner group is so weird. Where They've had, like, 
glimpses from a lot of these guys, and a lot of these guys have played a lot, but, like, I don't trust any of them. I don't know about you. No, no, no. Um, okay, the Browns are on the clock at 20. Tough team to draft for. Um, you say that every time, I think. Yeah, well, I'm struggling through this, Rob. Uh, but, but... I got a, I got a, I got a fun fit here. I think. Well, keeping Garrett Wilson. In, I think, I think I want to go wide receiver, Rob, because the wide receiver group has been not good. OBJ, and I mean, he's not what he used to be. And I know Baker sucks too, but they can't think that way, and they, they gotta, they gotta go get a wide receiver now. Keeping Wilson in state would be a lot of fun, but I, I don't know why. But Trail and Burks fits. Uh, it's like seems more like. Cleveland Brown to me. How do you feel about that? I like it. You know, so all the fans would say this is Braylon Edwards 2.0. A little bit of Joe Jervis. I'm just making shit up. But no, seriously, getting that big, uh, you know, the guy that can play in the slot and like you can still kind of run OBJ out there. Uh, guy who guy who can make plays after the catch, but also win contested balls. Yeah, something they don't have. I mean. They don't. They don't have them on the field right now. Period. I mean, they, they a think guy they who do, can move yeah. or, move around with a creative offensive coordinator and Kevin Stefanski too. That like, too. Guy who's got some SOB in him fits that offense. Um, like they took Schwartz last year, and you know, completely different dudes. And I don't think it's worked out too well. But they 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 need a they need another dude. I think Burks is the pick. Okay, Buffalo's on the clock at twenty one. What is the Buffalo Bills' biggest need to you? Uh, they don't have any. They're winning the Super Bowl. Agreed. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough, tough question. I mean, look, the the common folk might say running back, but I don't think that's right. Um, I think. Look, I, I know their secondary is always good, but I think this might be the year to uh, to add to it. Get some youth in there. Yeah, you know, especially like they're picking. They'll be picking the twenties or the thirties, guaranteed. Um, you're pretty much at at the point where this is a luxury pick. So either getting, I think getting youth in the secondary or like, if you really want to get that top linebacker, I think that's kind of the spots. Whoa. They have one of the best linebacker duos in the league. I know, but like, like Milano's kind of always banged up now too. You know what I mean? Like AJ Klein's playing a lot of football. Like Tremaine Edmonds is only 23 years old, but. What's wrong with playing AJ Klein? (laughs) So I think that's kind of, that's kind of the two. Or or going to the offensive line again. I think that's it. Yeah. Trent McDuffie, how does that make you feel? Uh, he feels pretty McDermity. That's that was my vibe as well. Just the instincts, the physicality, um, the feet. Mm-hmm. Can play inside, can play outside. Yeah, the versatility. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Trent McDuffie here. Okay, I like that. I think that's Which is fun. The, yeah. A guy we have not talked about during the season at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think he fits the pills really well. Um, yeah, and and I I don't love the safeties here, yet especially yeah, with I the agree. team that like Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier is still one of the best duos. Yeah, no, I, I totally uh, agree. Chargers on the clock twenty two. Yeah, um, I think we keep going uh, to add to that offensive line. Um, right? I, I know the defense isn't isn't great, but like. The holes are kind of funky, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. You've solidified ahead. your left tackle with Rashawn Slater. You've, you've solidified your center with Corey Lindsley. And it's made this team a lot 
more consistent on offense. So, yeah, I think, like, Matt Father's been a nice plug-and-play guy at guard for them. Yeah. I, I feel like investing in the offensive line has paid off immediately for them. And if you can, I mean, Brian Bulaga and, and Odea Boucher have both gotten hurt. That, like, the right tackle, the guard spot are both um, needs. Yeah, so I think let's take a guy that can answer both of those, like, not at the same time, but whatever one is the bigger need, I think you could fit him there. Uh, I think I think you stick in uh, in the city and take Sean Ryan from UCLA. Your boy. He's been really good this year, and I mean that, that UCLA team can run the ball. Uh, Ryan, I think that, like I think this is a very deserving pick, and like I just said, uh, if the need is bigger at guard come next August, he plays at guard. If it's if he proves to be the right tackle in the future, he plays right tackle. You know what I mean? Yes. The New Orleans Saints are on the board of 23. Two things about I know about the New Orleans Saints. They hate to invest in wide receivers when they need them. <laughs> yeah. But they love Buckeyes. I got a guy who plays receiver, and he's a Buckeye. Okay, look. Why, why, who says no to Garrett Wilson here? Garrett Wilson is a slam dunk pick. But while we're here, and I like... Let's let's take care of Wilson. While we're here, uh, does Drake London not kind of scream New Orleans Saints? God, that would suck. But doesn't he? Doesn't he? Uh, what? Just because they like the Marquise Colson two point <laughs> Let's take care of Wilson. I think that's that's a slam Thank dunk. You. Every Saints fan in the world would rejoice. And you saw on Monday Night Football this week, uh, not pretty throwing the football for that team right now. Unless it's Alvin Kamara. Unless it's Cowboys. Cowboys on the clock at 24. Uh, they have no needs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is another team. Uh, defense much improved, but I think you still got to be picking there, right? Um, yeah, and, and this is a team that could definitely look at safety, I think, because that's not mm-hmm. a spot they invested in the draft. They've relied on free agent pickups who are more short-term answers, I would say. Yeah, no, totally. And so I mean, safety came to mind immediately for me, but I want to hear what you. No, think. no, no. Safety was my uh, my top need here too, um, and like I, edge would be my second choice, but I, I don't think there's anyone that screams cowboy here. Um, my Jake, my Jake would actually be a pretty good fit, but no, let's let's stick at safety. Um, safety two right now. I don't know if he's gonna be safety two come come April, but right now it's Shaquan Brisker, and Brisker helps both. In the front seven and in the back end, I think they're gonna love that attitude. They're gonna, you know, they just went to Penn State, so why not go there again and then take Jaquan Brisker? Brisker guy can yeah match up with the tight end and be a an enforcer over the middle. Yeah, I think better athlete than we gave him credit for in the summer too. Um, mm-hmm. No, and and he that, look, Diggs all he does is <laughs> make plays in the football and Silver Brisker. That's all he's been doing too. They're going to see Titans. something like that. That, that. that makes too much sense, you know? They're dumb. Titans on the clock at 25. Um, they, they've they been a, a really all-over-the-place team. Thus <laughs> totally. Far. I have no idea They're, what the Tennessee Titans are. The, they invested in the secondary last draft. It has not paid off yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they... Th- th- I think you're going defense. What do you think? Uh, no, I, I totally agree. Um, buy me time while I look for free agents real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think you go defense uh, totally, and I think I think you go edge. You know, like I 
I mean, they just paid uh, Bud, but like. I don't just pay Bud and Her- Harold Landry's having a great year. Yeah, Harold Landry's great, but I, yeah, I guess. You could go inside linebacker where Rashawn Evans is a free agent because they didn't pick up his option, although they made it sound like they're going to start him doing extension still. But uh, Jayon Brown's also a free agent. Oh, Harold Landry's a free agent. Oof. He's going to get paid. I think he's going to get paid. Do you think that – they should have some so, foresight so, with, with paying uh, Bud and – you know what I mean? Like – yeah, I know. Uh, so I think you're going either off-ball linebacker or edge where you've got key free agents at both. Mm. But it's more likely you'll be able to afford Rashawn Evans than Harold Landry. Yeah. And my Jay Sanders is a better prospect than the off-ball linebackers. Uh, uh, yeah, I agreed. Okay. Bengals on the clock, 26. You can never have too many edge players, too. Um, look, they uh, they took Jamar Chase instead of Panay Sewell. And it's 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 worked. It's it's absolutely worked. Jamar Chase has been a revelation for the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think either of us, maybe I don't think anyone outside of the outside of Southern Ohio and Northern Kentucky expected the Bengals to look like they are right now. Um, but they still don't have a great offensive line. Um, they're they're making huge strides on defense, but they don't have a great offensive line. So I think you got to take a, another offensive lineman. Uh, the question is who at this point? We've we've seen a lot of guys go off the board. Um, Trevor Penning still available. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Jackson Kirkland, uh, Nicholas no, Petit Frere, Zion Johnson, Thayer Munford. Guys that haven't really like stepped up. You know what I mean? Like a lot of names that we we had hope for I, in, yeah, in the summer. Petit has been great. Been good, yeah. All right, let's. Games you None. Why would I watch that shit school? Uh, <laughs> okay, let's let's take let's take let's take Petit Freer. Let's take him. Stick him the right tackle. Uh, keep him in state. The the Bengals fans think they're gonna win the Super Bowl back to back. Let's let's do it. Let's take it. They have to. Th- this pick has to be off the line, right? Like, there's no other no other. Option. This is also a pick where you're not forced to play him right away if you want to let him season behind Riley Reef. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Tampa on the clock. So on paper, you look at the roster like, once again, no needs. They actually have a fucking ton of free agents. Let me run through it quick. Mm-hmm. Key free agents. Jordan Whitehead, Alex Kappa, uh, Carlton Davis, um, Ronald Jones, Angio Bernard, and Leonard Fournette, um, OJ Howard, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, William Golson, Dumakung Su, Ryan Jensen, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chris Godwin. Like that's a they they're gonna lose a handful of guys to free agency. Well, you said you would have said that last year too, Rob. Okay, but they can't. <laughs> so the, 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 it makes the, it makes the them a really hard team to mock for. It makes them yeah, a really hard yeah. team to mock for. Yeah. It almost makes you want to go. Who's our best player on the board? Because they probably need to. Well, actually, it's probably a linebacker at this point. They really don't need one of those. No. Um. They don't. The the Jason Pierre Paul free agency thing has been addressed yeah um yeah they could go db yeah no i mean i think i think it might happen well i was gonna say they're gonna have to like i I kind of assume antonio brown's just coming back where else would he go exactly and he's clearly as pretty much as good as he's always been so 
That makes you feel like the receiver's less of a big issue. Gronk and OJ Howard both being free agents, that's, I don't know, running back's a huge hole too, but they seem are to they always really address it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it, who did I just say that you seem to agree with? DB? Yeah. I didn't name one though, did I? You did not name one. I think, uh, <laughs> I think you go, I don't know, man. Like, corner's been such a revolving door for them this year. Hard not to go there. Um, but also, I think at this point, one of the one like, like I think I th- say this is in April. I think Daxon Hill is going to be a first-round pick at that point. If he's not already. Um, so, I think whatever corner you got next, or, or, or Dax Hill, or whoever other safety you think. Um, uh, Dax Hill is the, the, the top DB in my eyes. I agree. Course. And... The thing is, a younger player, but this is a spot where, you know, they're, they'll be the best recruiting team for for for, D, uh, for free agents, right? Like, so even if they lose some of these guys, they could probably go get, like, fill holes well, like, with, with vets that can still produce with, for, for bargains, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think, even if not, uh, but Dax Hill, I think a good spot for him where he doesn't have to go in and be a big time playmaker early. He can still get his footing in the end. You know what I mean? I think that's a good landing spot for him too. Okay. Done. Dax Hill. Lions are on the clock. Dax Hill also experience a corner on top playing safety. True. Good point. Um, Lions on the clock. 28. Yeah. Detroit. Let's go, baby. Uh, They can just go BPA. Wait, who did we take earlier? I, I, I got to scroll up. Uh, They took, who'd you take first? Oh yeah. Thibodeau. Right. Why don't you answer that faster? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You said you were scrolling. I want to see how long it takes. <laughs> how long did I take? A long time. Fuck. Well, how long your document is? It's so big. I got so many things down in my document. Uh, okay. Didn't take quarterback first. Can they come back and be taking quarterback here? Who would you be taking? I wouldn't be. You know, like I, I don't think you build franchises on late for. I shouldn't no, say that. I the, agree. the Ravens did do it, but. That's that a, that that's was more of the rest of the NFL being stupid. I agree. And I don't think the rest of the NFL is being stupid on Carson Strong. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, or Sam Howell. Um, yeah. So I think you're really just looking at the, whoever the best player is at this point. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and uh, Could this be an off-ball linebacker spot? Probably. Probably could be. I mean. Get a guy playing Derek Barnes' flash a little bit. Yes. Alex yeah. Anzalone is the king, but he's probably not the long-time answer. You could go linebacker here. You'd rather go secondary, but you've missed out this, on a lot of them. That that's what I was gonna say. Secondary is a huge need, but who do you love here? And again, I mean, they got rookie UDFA's playing. I think Aaron Glenn feels like he could find some dudes later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh yeah. Let's fuck it. We haven't taken a linebacker. Let's take a linebacker, and I think it's either Nicobe Dean or Devin Lloyd. I was gonna say that too. Flip a coin. They're both twitched up. <laughs> yeah. They're both. See, the problem is, I would say go with the more psychotic one, but just based on Dan Campbell. <laughs> yeah. But they both play with their head on fire and, and knock dudes out. Uh, Dean's a little smaller. Lloyd's a, got a little more size to him. Uh, that feels relevant, just in terms of how the NFL will differentiate. Yeah, let's take Devin Lloyd. I agree. I was, I was gonna say they're they're seem like a blue bloody team now, but no, let's let's take Devin Lloyd and stay my linebacker. Been a big knee, but they got so many knees. They can't go anywhere. Raider, Raiders on the clock at 29. Their interim head coach is going to be their long-term head coach. I can feel it. It feels like it, right? <laughs> um, a team that still has a need at linebacker. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, they passed on Jock last year, but they wish they hadn't. Um, right Maybe now, AJ Dillon re- plays plays both ways soon. What? Maybe AJ Dillon plays both ways soon. For the Raiders? Oh fuck! Why do I think we're talking about the Packers? I read Packers. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe Tanner Muse comes back and fills the hole. <laughs> um, they drafted Von Diablo to play linebacker, but I don't know about that. Uh, Denzel mm-hmm. Perriman and KJ Wright feel like not great answers. Nicobe Dean would be a lot of fun here in the black, silver and black. Uh, I don't think Mayock Mayock's gonna pass on a on getting his hands on one of these bulldogs, you know. Yeah, I'm going to take N'Kobe Dean. All right, let's do it. Back-to-back linebackers, baby. Yeah. Packers so I... on the clock. N'Kobe Dean, just the energy he brings, mm-hmm. the ability to to, to um, move in space as a cover guy, but also being one of the best blitzing linebackers. Yeah. Love that. No, totally. Dean, Dean was in my head for the Packers. That's why I was I was, I was fucking an idiot. Um, so I think with, with them losing on the top two linebackers, I don't think it's going to be linebacker. Uh I don't know what the Packers wide receiver and offensive line and linebacker is that is that what you're thinking here one of the three um uh what, yeah, what? I guess yeah and I know and they, the big three are gone uh lots of offensive linemen are off the board um yeah it's a, it's a weird spot for the Packers um okay hear me out okay hear me out on this one uh Bobby T. Okay, they, they like these big targets. Bobby T hasn't been – he had a good game this week, but hasn't been as productive. Uh, the receivers are – I don't know what they're going to be on Thursday night. Um, are you going to say Drake London? I'm going to say Drake London. Yeah, I'm going to say Drake okay. London. You cool with that? Yeah, I, I don't view him like that, but oh, I me understand neither. where you're coming from. Me neither. I don't view him like that at all. I think I like him less than you do. Um, but, but right now I think he's a first-round pick. All things considered, I don't think I mean, he is, but I think he's gonna like at this point, yeah. Yeah, he can be Alan Lazard or Robert Tunyon for you. <laughs> exactly, and I like throwing the ball to both of them. Ravens on the clock at thirty-one. They've invested in wide receivers. If if Hollywood Brown could catch better, he he would be the best wide thriving. receiver in the league. Yeah, Rashad Bateman looks great immediately. Yeah. Two two games into his career, he looks great. Um, offensive line's still a problem. Yeah. Uh, can can I say, uh, Lasita Smith kind of screams, Baltimore Raven. But honestly, do you think he'll go this high? Because like I, I don't, know I love him, but I know you love him. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think. I don't but he does scream Raven, going. right? Yeah, he does. He does. Let's go get him in the third round, though. Um, big big Danny F who hasn't I don't know I haven't watched Minnesota football so I shouldn't say he hasn't been good but the name hasn't been buzzing but like at that size he, he still might be a first round conversation and another Raven fit but just throwing names out there for you I, I feel like they'd be more likely if, they're, if the, they want to go get a tackle Trevor Penning sticks out in my mm-hmm. mind yeah um I don't know. Do you think they'll go offensive line? Like, Big Al Villanueva, I don't think's your guy. I, I think it's the smartest pick. Yeah. I, okay, I'm going to take Trevor Penning. Okay. I think it's the smartest pick. Like, Especially, I guess, when you when you add in that Ronnie Stanley's back-to-back season-ending yes. injuries. Yeah. 
Cardinals on the clock, 32. They're winning the Super Bowl. We made it. We made it, buddy. Um, they're another team. I think this is – I don't know. Like, I, do you – okay, let's let's talk Cardinals in general. Do you believe in the Cardinals? In what, To win the Super Bowl? Uh, sure, yeah. No, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good enough head coach. Uh, agreed. Um, I think I think you look at this roster and the, the the glaring hole is still that offensive line, regardless of them playing like the team playing well. Uh, who's the next offensive lineman though? You know what? I'm not gonna overthink it. What do you think about Abraham Lucas? They throw the ball a shit ton. Uh, fits kind of fits them. You can go from from air raid to air raid. What do you think about that idea? I was gonna suggest a running back. Okay, that's also an idea, but like, look at what they're getting production from. I I totally agree. It would be a lot more fun with a running back, and that'd be a more fun picked. Okay, fuck it. You're right. You're right. Um, let's end. Let's end the mock. We, on, we can't not. Back. We have to continue. Yeah. I feel like we always like at the end of our mocks, and we're like, throw a running back in. I think Spiller and Hall are both very Arizona Cardinals. With with I was gonna say, right I was gonna say something else. Please, Kenneth Walker. You think he's going to go this high? I think Kenneth Walker's done as much for himself as anyone. Agreed. Um, I, I, agree. I would say it's him or Brees Hall. I don't think Isaiah Spiller has the same overall athleticism as the other two. But he's got he's a better athlete than than James Conner. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I do too. I think Kenneth Walker has been phenomenal, obviously. And he's done a shit ton for his stock. Uh I still think it'll come down to traits when you're drafting a, a for like not saying Walker's not a fucking not saying Walker's. I a think Ken, I think Kenneth Walker's the best athlete of the three. Yeah, but smallest, right? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. But. They like bigger backs, apparently. Let's take Brees Hall. I'm taking Brees Hall. And this one, Brees Hall, because I'm a coward. Look, I can't I can't pick a Spartan on 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 this week, Rob. Yeah, you know. it's a fucking Big Ten player. Not this week, I can't. If we I do this mock next this. week, I would have done. I want it on the record. I don't respect this. I don't even know if Brees Hall is going to go top 50. I, I don't think Kenneth Walker is the first back off the board. Uh, but you know think, what? I don't think any of these running backs should go top 50. But yeah. I don't think any of the quarterbacks are either. Guess what? I don't <laughs> care. Symbols, the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide that the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Spotify Green Room. I'm starting a Spotify Green Room where I talk running backs all the time and how they should all go in the first round, especially if they're from the Big Ten. Because Spotify Green Room gives you the opportunity to have a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use for all of the people who want to invest in your running backs only first round podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, this, that didn't go well. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile link if you want to join the group. Um, sorry, on my mind while I was trying to read ads. Do you think we have a tight end go top 50? Um, no, not at this point. Because I, I think the, the next question would be if you said yes, who? And then I feel like it's hard to be like, because Jul- Julio Billingsley is obviously the one with the most potential, and he hasn't had the year to 
do that for himself. Yeah, and like uh, like Widemeyer with the pedigree, but also you know like, and I don't think he's that good. Like I think he's solid, but like I don't think he's a guy you think has Pro Bowl potential necessarily. Although no. Jeremy Rucker's already uh, set a career high in catches with sixteen, so. <laughs> um, I like the tight end class like as a whole, but I don't know if any of them go high. There's a couple guys who I think will be starter potential guys and contributors, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think like there's a Pro Bowl guy here. I will say, imagine how much fun Isaiah likely would be on the Cardinals offense. <laughs> oh god, especially given how much production they were getting in Max Williams before he got hurt, and like yeah. Zach Ertz immediately steps in and is making plays. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hope the Cardinals take a tight uh, a fun tight end. That'd be cool. Not, Just not in the first not round, no not in the first round. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay. Before we go, our our five picks for the week. Uh, I went three and two last week. How'd you do? Also went three and two. Okay, so I'm twenty four and eleven on the season. You are twenty fourteen and one. Classic. I'm always slightly better than you. Uh big slate of games this week. Starting at uh, noon on Fox, your number six Michigan Wolverines at my number eight Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Wolverines four and a half point favorites uh, in in uh, East Lansing. Um, yeah, look, uh, I don't like that I have to make a pick here. Uh, I don't feel like I should reverse a jinx, so I'm just gonna go full homer and take my Michigan Wolverines. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm taking the Spartans. Kenneth Walker is gonna run it down your throat for. Not taking him in the first round <laughs> of our mock. Love that guy. Um, I love Kenneth Walker too. I'm just. I, I, yeah. I think this game comes down to grit, and guess what? I think the Spartans have more grit. Neither of these teams you trust to consistently throw the ball, but I think the Spartans can throw it a little bit better. Um, but Michigan has higher end playmakers on defense. I, I, I'm really excited for this game, but yeah, I'll take the I'll take the Spartans as uh, uh, home dogs. I think that's that's like the fair part as a total neutral observer. Uh, I do think Michigan's better, but uh, you're getting, you know, four and a half points at home. I think that's a yeah. fair pick. 3.30 p.m. CBS, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, is number one Georgia takes on unranked Florida in Jacksonville, Florida. Bulldogs are 14-point favorites. Are you picking this game? Yeah, of course. Of course I am. Um, okay. Bulldogs run through Florida. Florida can't figure out shit on offense. I think Dan Mullen should be in the hot seat for mm-hmm. this whole quarterback thing. Hopefully Anthony Richardson is starting this game. Because he's clearly the best quarterback uh, in the state of in the state of Florida, I'll say it. Um, but yeah, shout out Trevor Lawrence. Guess who's better than you? Uh, Bulldogs <laughs> defense is one of the best we've seen in recent memory. They they've got it going on offense. Just run the ball. Uh, let Stetson Bennett throw a couple easy, easy passes. I think it'll be like a low scoring game the first half, and the Bulldogs will end up winning like twenty one three. Yeah, the only reason this in my mind should even be like considered as a as a as a pick you know what i mean uh is because it's a rivalry game if this was yeah i know i agree the only i just picked it so i could say the world's largest outdoor cocktail oh no 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 no. sorry i don't mean that i mean the only reason like the 14 is even in question like if this wasn't a rivalry game i think george's minus 21 i got you yeah so yeah that's the only thing that makes you not even slightly hesitate but blink maybe uh, I'm, t- I'm also taking the Bulldogs. I totally agree. I mentioned earlier, no one watches Florida because they suck. And uh, I agree with with you about Mullen. I don't think he's got anything in his bag to fucking figure out this Bulldogs defense. They're just going to keep rolling through the East. 
Uh, my next game, 7 p.m. ESPN, number 10 Ole Miss at number 18 Auburn. Do you have this too? I got this as, as well, yeah. Um, So it didn't look like Matt Carell was going to play last week against LSU. Then he did. And I, I don't know. I just don't trust Auburn. I hate Brian Harson. I hate Auburn generally. Auburn's always a fraud team to me. Yeah. Bo Nix is a fraud. Uh, Matt Carell's the truth. Rebs are, are this is a big prove it game for the Rebs though. Do, are they really a New York New York Six type uh, college football program? We find out if they they should win this game. In my mind, they should win this game like by far more than six. By ten, I'll say. And they're two and a half point dogs, so I'm taking the Rebs. Yeah, I mean you're getting points here, but it's not like it's it's really not significant amount of points. But uh, it's a bulletin board material. I guess you could throw that up and say we're dogs, even though we're better. Look, they got the better quarterback. They got the better coach. I'm going to take the Rebs, too. Uh, okay. 7 p.m. Oh, this is my goofy game. 7 p.m. Because I always like to get 1G5. 7 p.m. ESPN2. Number 19 SMU. Yeah, I always pick this game. Yeah. Uh, one point dogs at Houston. It's a why? really good game. Yeah, but why? Like Houston's having a good year, but to me, like the like SMU should win this game. SMU is one of the best offensive attacks in 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 college football. Not even just the G five. Houston's defense is playing really well. I, I just I, in my mind, this is a like first one to thirty five wins, and I don't think Houston can get there with Clayton Tune. Tanner Mordecai is on fire. Danny Gray, Roger Roberson, Grant Calcaterra had a great week last week too. Like Sonny Dykes is Texas Tech should be trying to hire Sonny Dykes, not Art Riles. Uh, agreed, totally agree. Uh, I was shocked when I saw his SMU plus one. I didn't include this in my in my five, but um, I was going to mention this as a bonus. I also I saw there was one other line I liked that I was going to mention too. It's really just going to tell you off air, but uh, no, I really like I really like SMU plus one. I don't know why they're getting points like. They should be, you know, minus four. They should be like Michigan, minus four and a half, you know, at Houston. Um, and I'd still take them at, the, at that line. Uh, so who's your th- fourth game? Fourth game. Big 10. Not my last game. Oh, no, sorry. Fourth game. Yeah. Big 10. Noon, baby. ESPN. Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's minus three and a half. Um, yeah, I know. I know Iowa lost to Purdue, but Wisconsin doesn't have David Pell. Wisconsin is just going to run the ball up the middle. And, and see what the hell happens. Uh, Graham Mertz is going to throw picks. Um, they're playing. They're going to play right into Iowa's hands. This this is the games Iowa is is built for. I mean, Wisconsin is too, but Iowa's better this year. Getting points, yes, it's in Madison, but getting points, I'm going to take the Hawkeyes for the bounce back win in Madison. And finally, 7.30, I'm assuming this is your last game. Yeah, it's 7:30. my last game. PM ABC number twenty Penn State at number five Ohio State. This game would have been a whole lot more interesting if Penn State didn't lose in nine overtimes to Illinois. But here we are. Um, I, honestly, I don't think Penn State deserves to be ranked after that. I'll they plummeted. It. They absolutely plummeted. Did, what are they? Twenty two. Yeah. Did, did you see that quote from James Franklin today? What did he say? Um, they were asking him about the USC job, and two different times he he like said. Um, he, he's not like he's not focused on that. They're focused on the upcoming Illinois game. He kept saying they're playing Illinois again. <laughs> oh no! So I don't know. I think J- James Franklin's mind's in, in in Southern California right now. Buckeyes eighteen and a half point favorites. 
Buckeyes have rolled on offense since that Oregon game. They fucked up Indiana uh, 54-7. That continues. I think this isn't close. I think the Buckeyes blow the doors off Penn State. Um, Yeah. Um, Penn State's defense will will show up a little bit. And, like, you know, the first quarter, if this game would be different if it was, like, at, you know, at Penn State with the whiteout. Like, that, 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 that we're talking, you know, maybe, maybe I'll take Penn State plus 10. But, uh, in Columbus at the Horseshoe, minus 18 and a half, I'm gonna take the Buckeyes. I, I agree. Penn State, like, it's the offense I trust less. And, hey, Jahan Dotson owns the Buckeyes. But, but outside of that, I don't, I don't trust. I don't trust anything on that offense. Nor should you, nor should you. That offense sucks. Buckeyes by a thousand. 